Hey everyone, this is Heidi St. John. I'm gonna take a little bit of time today and talk about what is going on in the nation of Israel uh, in light of the horrific attacks by Hamas. And we're gonna talk about whether or not we as Christians should be supporting the nation of Israel. This is the Heidi St. John podcast. Stick around, I think you're gonna be encouraged. So like all of you, I have been watching with a fair degree of horror and sadness what is unfolding right now in the Middle East. What's unfolding for uh, the men and women in Israel, absolutely. And uh, a lot of the shows that I record, especially when I'm traveling, are pre-recorded. And so, you know, if you didn't hear from me immediately, that's why. But I've been watching and... It defies description what's going on in Israel right now. And what's even more troubling to me than the horrific uh, rape and murder and wanton destruction of human life, burning people alive, uh, bodies of little tiny babies riddled with bullets, beheadings, all kinds of things. I mean, this is ISIS all over again, right? These people, Hamas, these people are animals. They're animals. This is the face of pure evil. But what's upsetting to me, beyond even what is horrific about uh, the situation in Israel right now, is the response that I'm watching on social media from people in the United States who are supporting Hamas. It's it's unbelievable to me. Many of you have already heard the story, so I'm not going to go into uh, great detail here, although I, I believe we should be looking. We should be talking about what is happening there. We shouldn't whitewash what is going on in the nation of Israel because we don't want to talk about it or because that's no, those aren't the kinds of things that we air uh, in polite society. Uh, paragliders came out of nowhere and landed in the middle of a music festival in southern Israel and began to immediately uh, murder innocent civilians. Old people, young people, little babies and strollers, it didn't matter. They began to murder them. I, I saw a video of a woman who had her legs broken and, and she was brutally beaten and raped. And then they threw her in the back of a car and they drove the car around and paraded this woman through the streets of Gaza. This is demonic. This is pure evil. And as I'm watching what's happening in the United States, it shows me, again, as if we needed another reminder that our universities are polluting, and I mean it, they are polluting this country. And they're polluting the country with leftist ideology. I'm gonna pull up my Instagram because I want it, because I think it's worth, um, I'll turn the sound off on it first, but I think it's worth saying uh, that it's our universities that are responsible for the ruthless way that so many young Americans are now viewing Israel. And they're making, you know, they're, they're saying, oh, it's the, the Palestinian occupation. First of all, they, there's, there is no Palestinian country, right? And the Israelites, uh, the nation of Israel, has not taken anything from these people. In fact, they've given concession after concession after concession to them. And out of our universities is growing hatred for the people of Israel. And I was very disappointed to read the number of pro-Hamas comments on my Instagram page when I said I stood with Israel. Nothing, and I mean this, nothing 
let's say that Israel was doing all the things that the uh, that Hamas is accusing them of. Nothing justifies their actions over there. Nothing. Nothing justifies the beheading of little babies, the rape of women. Our universities, most of them by and large, even ones who claim to be Christian, are leftist indoctrination camps. Nothing more than that. They push disgusting sexual ideology, including transgenderism and the hatred of America, propaganda uh, to to their students every day, all day, five days a week, nine months out of the year. And we are cranking out students from the most prestigious universities in the nation who are rallying behind right now Palestinian terrorists. Hamas is a terrorist organization. Nothing more, nothing less. They're no better than ISIS. And where our students have gotten this ideology is very, very apparent now. They're getting it from the backward uh, schools, these disgusting universities. And any school teacher or administer, uh, administrator or janitor that condones Hamas should be immediately fired. Why we're tolerating this in the country is amazing to me. And I watched um, people marching in Seattle in, in uh, support of Hamas. And Black Lives Matter, which, by the way, if you had, if you needed any more proof that Black Lives Matter doesn't care about black people, it never has, by the way. Black Lives Matter is a disgusting organization that's pushing a political agenda. And they made a poster and put it up on social media of a paraglider uh, landing in Israel, in southern Israel, and said they stood in support of Palestine. Never mind that this paraglider just dropped into a music festival and began randomly murdering innocent women and children, innocent civilians. What they are doing to these people is unspeakable. It's absolutely unspeakable. And when the United States is seen as weak, this is exactly what kind of what happens when Barack Obama was in the White House. This is exactly what happened, right? We saw the rise of ISIS. The United States is a laughing stock right now. Our southern border is porous. Now the Democrats are like, hey, hey, we should close the border. Well, guess what, you guys? Too late. Too late. If our country was going to be invaded, it's already happened. And I really believe that. It wouldn't surprise me at all, but that there are terror cells right here in the United States just waiting to be activated. I saw that the leader of Hamas and Hezbollah had issued a statement the other day calling for there to be a national a national a day, a worldwide day of uprising today, Friday. And the the warning that's going out saying, hey, you know, Americans, stay out of the major cities. This is an incredible failure on the part of the Biden administration to open up our borders and leave us as sitting ducks. Our military is a joke. They care more about transgenderism, more about making sure we've got, uh, we're using the right pronouns, making sure that you know m- uh, uh, men who want to be women are treated fairly in the dormitories, right? It's disgusting. And we're living through one of the most sad and revealing times in history. The Bible does not talk about, by the way, uh, the United States. We're not mentioned in end times theology. It can only, you know, leaves a person to wonder if the United States is still going to exist. I believe personally that the likelihood of the United States uh, existing is pretty low. And now, you know, 15, 20 years ago, we couldn't have imagined the United States being invaded, but we can see it now. 15 years ago, we couldn't have imagined uh, somebody taking a mark, but we can see it now. The technology is there. And 
Christians need to, we need to understand the importance of the nation of Israel. We should unequivocally support Israel. Israel is the apple of God's eye. This, these are his chosen people. Now, they've rejected him, certainly. Do they have evil leaders over in Israel right now? Absolutely. I'm sure that they do. Look who they allowed to sit uh, in their Senate. I mean, they, that country, the leadership in that country has absolutely been infiltrated. But the nation of Israel is very special to God. And if it is special to God, if it matters to God, it should matter to us. Let's look at Deuteronomy 7 together. For you are a people holy to the Lord. This is God talking to the nation of Israel, to the Israelites. For you are a people holy to the Lord. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the people of the face of the earth to be his people, his treasured possession. The Lord did not set his affection on you and choose you because you were numerous, more numerous than other people. For you are the fewest of all the people. Boy, this is true. I mean, little tiny Israel surrounded by people who want to wipe them off the face of the earth. And God is acknowledging that thousands of years ago. They're the fewest of all the peoples. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your forefathers that he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. God's eternal purpose with the nation of Israel is to bless the world through them, is to bless the world. And he's done so in tremendous measure. John 4.22 says salvation is from the Jews, but the fullness of future blessing is indicated in the wonderful promise that we received in Isaiah 27, verse 6. In the days to come, Jacob will take root. Israel will bud and blossom and fill the world with fruit. So many of the incredible um, inventions have come that we that we benefit from in in uh, the world today came from the Jews. They came from Israel. Uh, the declaration that salvation is from the Jews suggests that we have an immeasurable debt that we owe to Israel. All that we have worth having has come to us through the Jews. Our Bible is a Jewish book. Our Savior was a Jewish Savior. Let us never forget to pray for God's chosen people. And what you see happening in Israel today and the fact that the United States took so long to condemn the actions of Hamas and to see people rioting in the streets in Seattle, in New York, in Minnesota, and to see the shameful reactions from our elected officials, such as Rashida Tlaib. I just saw another elected official out of the state of Tennessee who would not condemn the rape and murder of innocent women in Southern Israel. He would not condemn it. You, you guys, the Bible says, I will, you know, I will bless those who bless you, speaking of Israel, and whoever curses you, I will curse. Do we really believe for one moment that God is unaware of the position of the nations regarding the nation of Israel? Either we believe his word or we don't. And I got to wonder what's going on with uh, the church right now. We should be standing, absolutely standing in solidarity. What happened to Israel was beyond the pale. This is worse than 9-11 in terms of the number of people that inhabit the nation of Israel and the murders that have taken place there. It's, uh, it's horrific. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Have you ever thought that you didn't have a say in what kind of family you have? Well, strong families don't happen by accident. They happen on purpose. Through prayers, quality time spent with one another, and teaching your values. I'm not here saying it's easy, but I've got something that can help. Brave Books. Brave Books believes in the power of the family unit to shape the next generation. Their family book subscription includes a book per month with family activities and lessons that teach subjects like freedom versus communism, traditional gender identity, and the importance of being truthful. Let Brave Books help you because they've got it figured out. Go to bravebooks.com right now and use the promo code Heidi for 20% off your Brave Books family subscription. And I don't know if you're watching... And, I, you know, I, I frankly hope that you are watching. But I had to look up the definition of a kibbutz. I didn't understand when they were saying, you know, I kept hearing on the news that that Hamas has been uh, waiting to break into uh, kibbutzes along the southern border of Israel. Well, these are basically agricultural communities, right? These people move in. They live in almost like communes. They live in community with each other. They're very well, usually very well fortified. And I saw a video of Hamas terrorists waiting before the people understood what was happening, waiting at a gated entrance to a kibbutz. And when the, the driver of the car plugged in the code that opened the gate, he, he opens the gate and then Hamas fires on the driver of this car, brutally murders every person in the car. And that is what allows them to go into this community where mostly they're young families. Entire families were rounded up and murdered. They set their houses on fire. And when people fled their houses to get away from the fire, they shot them on sight. These people are animals. It, 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 it defies description. And what's really amazing is that we have forgotten what God says about Israel. We better remember, Jews are God's chosen people. Now, you may not like that. You may not understand it, but that's what the Bible says. Dearly loved by God, he loves the Jewish people. He sent his son, the Bible says, because God so loved the world. God's entreating the people of Israel. We should be praying for the salvation of the Jews in Israel right now, that the Jews would come to saving faith in Jesus Christ. This is a, a, a reason for us to pray for the people there. The United States, in one of our most worthwhile accomplishment, has been our consistent support for the nation of Israel. I believe it is the reason why God has allowed our nation to prosper, because we have consistently aligned ourselves with the Jewish nation. No nation in the world has a better record of treating the people of Israel than the United States. I heard uh, Secretary of State uh, Anthony Blinken giving a statement, which was actually, you know, given the fact that Joe Biden just slurs his words and he sounds like an old man on the verge of dying all the time. You know, Secretary, the Secretary of State is over in Israel right now. 
and I know he's meeting with the the king of, of Jordan and some other uh, high-level officials in the Middle East right now. But I was, you know, for the most part, pleasantly surprised with whatever, you know, with some of the things that Blinken was saying. He was saying, listen, we're going to stand absolutely shoulder to shoulder with the people of Israel, which is good. <laughs> but it can't be overstated that we gave money to Iran. And Iran is funding Hamas. And it was the United States who gave the money to Hamas. I mean, if, if you want to boil it right down, where did they get all the money for this stuff? How they how have they amassed all of this uh, all this weaponry? They are firing rockets to the point where the Iron Dome was overwhelmed. It is interesting to me, and you guys are going to write in and ask me, it's interesting to me that Israel was caught flat-footed. It's shocking, actually, that this happened to the IDF, right? The most um, uh, amazing military really on the face of the earth because they have to be, because they're constantly being threatened by Hezbollah in the north, Iran, uh, and obviously Hamas to the south. But we have a responsibility as citizens of the United States and as men and women who know the word of God to stand with Israel. GodQuestions.org has a great article on this. I'm going to quote from him. From the biblical declarations of God's love and care for his chosen people, the nation of Israel, and from the history of nations being destroyed because of their evil dealings with God's chosen people, the Jews, Christian believers should give support to the chosen people of God. This is not to say that we always support the methods they use in their relationship with the Arab nations. The Bible warned that conflict would always characterize the relations between the descendants of Isaac and Ishmael. And we all remember how that, that came to be, right? Uh, it came to be because the promise that God gave wasn't believed. We didn't, he, you know, Isaac didn't, uh, or Abraham didn't trust God that God would give him descendants that would outnumber the stars. And his wife Sarah didn't believe it. So Sarah gave her handmaiden, Hagar, to her husband. He slept with her, and the result was Ishmael. And Isaac and Sarah's son, or uh, Isaac was Sarah and Abraham's son. And so these two brothers, these two half-brothers, right, warring, they became the fathers of basically uh, two entirely new uh, people groups. And there have been, there's been hatred between the descendants of Isaac and the descendants of Ishmael since then. And sadly, this conflict is going to continue until Jesus comes back to judge the nations and set up his 1,000-year reign of peace on earth. This is going to happen. I'm studying right now uh, the book of Revelation with uh, my women's Bible study. You guys can join me. That study is called People Get Ready. And we're going to be talking coming up. I'm just finishing up the seven letters to seven churches. This week, I'll be going over the church uh, at Philadelphia. And then finally, the church at Laodicea, the backslidden church, the lukewarm church. We are in that period of time in terms of the timetable of the return of Christ. The church today is the church at Laodicea. Uh, lukewarm 
tolerating sin. God said, I'd rather that you were hot or cold, but because you're lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. There is a lot that's going to happen in the days to come. Keep your eyes on what Russia decides to do. Watch and see if China invades Taiwan, which, you know, uh, uh, I hate to be a spoiler for you, but that's, I, I can't imagine that they're not going to take advantage of the weakness of the United States. Like I said at the at the top of the hour today, uh, we're the laughing stock of the world, the United States is. Our military has become a joke. The administration is a joke. It's an embarrassment. Uh, we care more about whether or not men can become women in this country than we do about protecting our southern border. Oh, boy. But keep your eye on Russia. And we're going to be talking about this uh, in the days to come, talking about the mark of the beast but, and all of those things, right? Those things are going to come to pass because the Bible says that they are. But I would like us to see more focus on having the mark of Jesus right now. So less focus on the, on the mark of the beast, more focus on what does it mean to look like Jesus. All throughout the book of Revelation, and you can absolutely see this in Jesus' letter to the seven churches in Revelation chapters one through three, where Jesus is saying, come back to me, repent. Do you know how we can stop judgment, men and women? We stop it through repentance. And the Bible says that repentance begins in the house of the Lord. We have much to repent for in this nation. And we need to start seeing the world again through a biblical lens and looking at what's happening around us through a biblical worldview. We don't have to support everything that, that Israel does as a nation. And certainly there have been some things that I've scratched my head about and went, well, that's not, that's not going to turn, turn out well for you. And it hasn't. But we definitely should support Israel's, so support Israel's right to exist. And that's what this is about. Hamas wants to, to wipe them off the face of the earth. Israel has every right to exist. They are a nation that is beloved by God, and God will fulfill his promises and covenants with Israel. He will. God still has a plan for Israel, and woe to anyone who seeks to defeat that plan. God said in Genesis 12, 3, whoever curses you, I will curse. So let's commit to praying for the nation of Israel in alignment with the Spirit of God, who loves the Jewish people and has called them his treasured possession. If God loves the Jewish people, we should love the Jewish people. We should love what God loves and hate what God hates. We want to align ourselves with God. And certainly, uh, this, is, this is the time to do it. So if you want to know why I'm so concerned, go to my Instagram page and just look. I left them up. I started deleting them, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to leave them up. I deleted a whole bunch of anti-Semitic remarks off of my Facebook page because it made me sick to have it there, particularly in light of what's happening in the Middle East right now and in Gaza. But I think I'm not going to delete them anymore. I think I'm going to leave them up so people can see it. Um, get your kids out of, out of these schools that are teaching uh, our kids that it's all right to murder and rape and and uh, behead. I mean, I just it's 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 unbelievable. And so much of this garbage is coming out of our schools and our universities, and we have an opportunity and an obligation to stand for righteousness. That's all I have for you guys today. I, some of you have written into me and asked me why I haven't spoken on the issue of what's happening in the Middle East sooner. The answer is very simple. This, the shows that you've heard this week have been pre-recorded. Uh, or I had a guest already scheduled to come on, and so we may have we may have uh, 
talked briefly about what was happening in Israel, but I haven't had a chance to do a podcast by myself. And so today's the first day that I'm doing that. And uh, my goodness, if you guys would like to support this show financially, the best way to do that is become a supporter of the Heidi St. John podcast. You can become a subscriber by going to Spotify. It's just $7 a month. And believe me when I say that little $7 a month really does make a difference. I thank you for that. Thank you for leaving reviews for the show and for the books that I've written over at Amazon or wherever books are sold. And you guys, uh, let's pray for the peace of Jerusalem. In fact, uh, let's end the show doing just that. Father God, we come before you. Our hearts are broken for what is happening in Israel. And Lord, you are the one who declares that Israel is your chosen people, the apple of God's eye, and that you love this tiny nation that you have called to yourself. Lord, we see the effects of sin everywhere and the human suffering that's happening around the world as it continues to groan under the weight of sin sometimes feels almost too much to bear. And so, Lord, from the safety of our studios and our homes here in the United States, the least we can do, Father, is to pray. And so we want to do that today. We lift up the situation, God, and we do pray for peace in Jerusalem. We pray that you would strengthen the armies of Israel, that they would be able to eliminate this threat, which is so evil and wicked in your sight. And God, I pray that again, your church would become the bride of Christ that you have asked us to be, that we would love what you love and hate what you hate, that we would live lives that are holy and set apart. Strengthen us, Father, for the days to come. And I pray that we might walk with you in everything that we do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you right back here again at the intersection of faith and